Hello and welcome to all our radio entrepreneurs, listeners, and viewers. I'm producer Nathan Gobes, and I'm excited to introduce you to the legal panel discussion for the record. In this spring edition of the panel discussion, which we've broken into three parts, we'll be covering, covering topics related to coronavirus and the return to work, the importance of business agreements, family business and the impact of divorces and prenups, and much more. This episode is part one of three, and in this portion, we'll be talking uh, the first of these three topics, coronavirus and the return to work. All of these discussions are intended to be highly relevant to business owners of all types, so be sure to follow Radio Entrepreneurs on LinkedIn, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, or any of the many other platforms we stream on to catch each of the other segments as they go live. Next, I would like to introduce our first panelist, longtime supporter of Radio Entrepreneurs and frequent guest on our show, Mark Furman. Mark is the director at the prestigious law firm Tarlow Breed Hart and Rogers based in Boston. Mark has over 40 years of experience litigating complex civil cases representing businesses, business owners, institutions, and families. Mark was also recently named a US News Best Lawyer for Commercial Litigation 2020 through 2021, as well as a US News Best Lawyer for Litigation Trusts and Estates 2020 through 2021. Welcome, Mark. Thank you, Nathan. Nice to be with you. Thanks, Mark. Our second panelist is another longtime supporter of Radio Entrepreneurs and a very strong regular on this show, Mark Swetchkenbaum. Mark is a founder and president at Mark Z Legal Staffing, a premier staffing firm in the Boston and Providence areas. Mark Z Legal assists law firms and corporations in finding, recruiting, and staffing solutions for all their legal personnel needs. And in Mark Z's previous life, he served, served as a litigation attorney and general counsel for an international staffing franchiser. Welcome, Mark. Thanks, Nathan. Great to be here. Great part of, to be part of this panel. Our third panelist for this segment is Melissa E. Sidney. Melissa is a partner at Tarla Breed Hart & Rogers and is known as a trusted advisor to both families and individuals. A leader in her field, Melissa carefully guides high net worth people through the estate and planning uh, estate administration process. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you, Nathan. I'm thrilled to be here. And last but not least, I would like to introduce Radio Entrepreneur's host and host of this panel discussion, Jeffrey Davis of Mage LLC. Jeffrey is the chairman and founder of Mage LLC, a firm that has provided successful businesses, leadership and strategic advice to over 700 organizations and leaders. Jeffrey's practical, hands-on approach and rare ability to understand each client's needs has helped him to become an internationally retained advisor, board member and speaker. Jeffrey Davis is regularly called upon by the media as a resource on change and managing the challenges faced by business leaders trying to succeed in today's shifting world. Welcome, Jeffrey. Thank you, Nathan. And thank you, uh, Mark, Mark, and Melissa for joining us. And uh, Nathan, if it's all right, I'd like to get going. Please do. Uh, you know, this is a topic, uh, my panel, that uh, I have heard almost every day from every uh, employee, staff member, and entrepreneur that I've been meeting with over the last month or so, especially as vaccines have been rolling out across the country. And that is how for employers, I want people to come back to work. Can they come back to work? And employees, I'm hearing, I want to go back to work and I don't want to go back to work. So what's going to be the lay of the land? I don't know who wants to take it first because I don't know if it's going to be totally optional. It's not, the, you know, so I'm interested in what all three of you want to uh, think about this topic. Well, Jeff, I'll jump in first since, um, you know, I, I'm dealing with a lot of um, employers, of not only with law firms, but, but organizations of all kinds. 
in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and New England. And it's a balance. Basically, on one hand, um, there are projections that we're going to have to have a, um, a group of people come back at certain times and ultimately have everybody coming back. But coming back does not necessarily mean being in the office every day. Um, particularly law firms and executives or management have shown that you can do a great job remotely, but in-person meetings, in-person connecting is really, really important. Mentally, employees really need to come back at least to make that connection and to be more efficient, not be isolated. It's, um, and then at the same time, they don't necessarily need to come back every day. Uh, prior to the pandemic, for example, a lot of law firms were shifting to one or two days allowing um, attorneys, even associates to work from home as long as they achieve the billable hours. Um, management, um, you look at Apple, face, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, any of these companies, um, anybody in the technology space, uh, people came to work, but a lot of times they work remotely. So that aspect was caught up by a lot of the law firms, but now you really are not gonna be able to come back and not have a balance because workers wanna come back, but they don't necessarily wanna come back full time and employers want everybody to feel comfortable. I, before Mark and Melissa address that, and I'm not saying you're wrong, Mark, I'll just try to be a little provocative. Just two days ago, an employer said to me, I cannot run this company with the information that's flowing without getting people back at least 85% in the office. And that's, that is the way we're going to be moving. And we're going to be looking at how we can structure this to make it happen. People cannot stay home five days a week, four days a week anymore. Mark, Melissa, do you have an opinion about this? Well, I think... Uh... I think it depends on the lawyer, uh, the the impact of not being in the office. Um, as a firm, we've been trying to do a lot of uh, firm get-togethers. Um, you know, we're going to have a magician come in and do uh, do magic. We've had them before during the pandemic. Um, you know, we need to involve people while we're not together. Uh, you know, I think some of what's going on is here to stay in litigation. Um, you know, a lot of court hearings, all my court hearings for the last year have been on Zoom. And it has represented something that is very efficient in terms of saving lawyer time, saving clients money, instead of uh, traveling for 45 minutes or an hour to and from court, being one of 12 cases being called at two o'clock where uh, you know, we log on 10 minutes before the hearing, do our thing and we're, we're done. So I don't know, I think it affects different people in different practice areas differently. You know, and, and it's gonna be client driven to a great extent. The clients want to come into the to the office. I mean, they're the reason that we're there in part, not just employee employee camaraderie, but you know, our job is to help our clients in the most efficient way possible. And I'm sure Melissa can speak to you know the ways that has changed in in her practice area 
uh, during the pandemic. You know, it also involves issues around, um, you know, individuals' comfort levels, how many people are vaccine, have received vaccines, you know, how, how dense do you want an office to be? Um, you know, the old, the flu or cold comes into the office and the next thing you know, everybody in the office has, it just goes around the office. Um, you know, are, do people want the same level of density? Do employers want the same level of density? This is a, this is a giant experiment that we're in the middle of. Um, and it'll be interesting to see all the, the ramifications. I don't think our office will be set up precisely the way it was before, where the kitchen, or as we'd call it, the cafe, is a central location for people to hang out together and eat together. And I think it'll be different. You know, you, you know what, just to piggyback on um, to what Mark said, what's interesting is sickness, not just the coronavirus, the pandemic, but now the flu, the cold. We always said, if you're sick, you're sick. And years ago, if people, even when people were sick, they would come to work. Now I think employers are saying, you know what? Please don't come in. We'd rather you not come in. And as, as Mark said, just about density. So again, it goes toward that balance. Well, I've seen two companies in the last week where one person got the virus and they had to close down the whole business. And again, if, you know, if somebody got the flu, we might not know, but then people are, they get the flu, they get tested, they're automatically out for two weeks. So I think there's going to be, again, as Mark says, you know, the playbook is being written as we go. I do know employers are looking for better ways to manage their people. And we don't have to answer every question in this, in this seminar, but so I'll go on to the next one, if you don't mind. Melissa, I'm just wondering, you know, from my my perspective at the firm. I wonder what your perspective is. So I agree with you. I think that we will not have the same level of density in the office. I know for me personally, I miss going into the office. So I'm excited to go in two or three days a week, but the remaining days, I kind of like sitting in front of my computer wearing yoga clothes (laughs) and working in a more casual environment And the nice thing about this platform with Zoom is that you can really connect with clients. And one thing that's been amazing for me is I've worked with clients for 10 plus years, having never met them. And now because of Zoom, I'm meeting them for the first time. And that's been a really wonderful experience. And I feel like it's allowed us to connect in a different way and to strengthen and deepen the client relationship because we can now see each other, whereas we never did before. There's a general... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was say there are other things that have that are great about the current situation. If we're looking for silver linings, here in Massachusetts, prior to the pandemic, estate planning documents always had to be signed in person, and now we can do remote notarization. And for clients who don't live right near our office, they love that they don't have to drive in, battle traffic, find a parking spot, and um, you know they know that they could just turn on their cameras and we're ready to go. So that has been a really nice development about the current situation. 
So I'm going to go on to our next question, if you don't mind, because of our limited time with all this stuff. Uh, you know, every year, within every year, multiple times a year, I have to learn new, you know, a little bit of uh, adapting to how I question with recruiting and my questions, what I can ask, what I can't ask, what I'm looking for for employers as times change. And I would think with all this going back to work and, and it's going to change potentially the way we do hiring. So I start with uh, Mark Z again. Uh, are you seeing recruiting as being different uh, as we roll into the summer and into the fall again? You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, Melissa made a, a good point where she talks about the benefits of Zoom. And for clients she never met or um, say they were out of state. And so she dealt with on the phone or, or by email. Now you could talk to them um, and see them live. So that's an interesting part of the hiring process. The hiring process has really changed a lot over the last year. You have companies and law firms making decisions 90% um, by Zoom meetings and um, in-person meetings um, don't happen and people get onboarded remotely. So when we come back, I think it's gonna be a combination. I think one thing, there's a lot of firms that now with the recruiting, more will be done out of state. Um, people can be situated out of state potentially. Um, and they don't, or and they don't have to come to the office on a regular basis. So Zoom or Web WebEx, whatever will be part of that process. But at the same time, there's nothing like an in-person interview. That I think in the end, in the final stages, that now will become part of the process. So there's going to be a balance. Um, also, just in terms of um, the steps of a process, what Zoom has shown, you can have multiple parties on a Zoom and you didn't have to have um, decisions made over four weeks when they could be made over a week or two because you could have multiple parties on a Zoom. So I think that's a big thing in terms of ultimately um, that balance between um, the hiring steps in terms of the recruiting, long distance recruiting, and in terms of being strategic now with hiring. I think the last year, um, companies are now being more strategic. Where do we really have a need right now? Same thing with law firms. Where do we have a need right now in terms of a general um, focus? So uh, Mark and Melissa, let me ask you, uh, I don't think employers are gonna be able to say based upon their goals with the firm, are you willing to work on site full time? Are you willing to be flexible? I mean, I, I don't know what your thoughts are about what can be asked in the recruiting process moving forward based upon employer objectives. Melissa, what are your thoughts? So we, it's interesting you asked this question because we've actually interviewed a couple of people during the pandemic. And that is a question that comes up, you know, what are the expectations regarding my presence at the office? And I think that what this pandemic has shown all of us is that we can work from home and be productive. When, I, when I've answered this question in interviews, I've told our um, candidate that we do like them to come in person. You know, when, when things are back to normal, we would like to see them in person because there is something about um, firm culture and getting to know each other. And one thing I really miss about the current situation is having the ability to just pop my head into one of my colleagues' offices and to talk with them about a legal issue or to brainstorm together. 
And although the remote platform, you can do that, it isn't quite as seamless as being in person. So I, th I think for in litigation, um, what we've done is we've pretty much with a religious devotion had uh, weekly litigation meetings where everybody who works together in um, the dispute resolution area on Zoom sees each other. And, um, you know, most of the time is devoted to kind of uh, work needs, but we have a certain amount of time that's devoted just to people talking and catching up. And I think that's a way to, to stay connected. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the <laughs> expectations are going to be. Um, you know, I, I start with the premise if people are productive, they work hard, they're competent, they're, they have a high ethical uh, compass um, and uh, you know, I don't care where they are, <laughs> as long as I, I, I know they're being productive. But I, I know that's, to some extent, you need to connect. Humans need to connect with other humans. Um, and there's been a lot of, uh, you know, to, to too great of extent, we haven't been able to do that over the past year. So I'm, I'm living in the hybrid world of some type. I don't know what that means precisely, but, um, and I, you know, there's a, I think there's a generational dimension to this too. Um, you know, I'm not sure each generation is looking at this exactly the same way. You know, for people my age, until now, we've never not, you know, gone to the office every day. Um, over a period, in my case, 40 years um, of just getting up in the morning, going into the office. So this is really a sea change. But, um, but you know, people who are home with kids and they have all those responsibilities, it's hard to, particularly when the kids have been home, to be able to work from home. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, everyone. Uh, that was a very interesting conversation. Uh, some highly useful topics uh, related to everything going on in, in the reopening of COVID. Uh, and that does wrap up part one of the spring edition of the legal panel discussion, for the record. But no fear, we have two more parts yet to go. Uh, thank you to all our listeners and viewers who have tuned in for this first segment on Radio Entrepreneurs. Links will be provided in the video's description below to parts two and three of the discussion to hear more on business agreements and the relevancy of estate planning. Uh, be sure to click subscribe to the video or if you're, on, if you're on YouTube or follow if you're listening to one of the podcast platforms to stay up to date on all our postings as they go live. Radio Entrepreneurs is also highly active on LinkedIn, so go, go follow our page there for more business advice and discussions. Until next time, goodbye and thanks for listening. We'll be back with more stories on Radio Entrepreneurs. <laughs>